All right, guys. So, it's early April. Four guys, including myself, load into the cheapest van that we can find on Craigslist, and we grab our sleeping bags and our cameras, and we're on the road. Well, within about 10 minutes, that van breaks down. And Dewey, the driver, who's the funniest guy on earth, he has no idea that he's funny at all. He just yells out, don't worry, guys, I have Google. So he hops out, and with some handy duct tape work, we're back on the road. Our destination, the Arctic Circle. That evening, uh, we hit the road, and, and we make it up to the Hall Road without a hitch. We're doing fine. And we get to the sign that says that we're entering the Dalton Highway. So we climb atop, and we're doing Hulk Hogan poses, celebrating that we've made it, although we haven't really made it at all yet. It's just the beginning of the journey. Well, Dewey, as he's climbing down from the sign, takes a slip on the ice and has one of those falls that you can feel just by seeing it. And when he gets up, we notice that up his back of his prized Portugal the Man t-shirt, there's this brown streak. And uh, I quickly realize what it is, and I'm tasked with wiping the dog poop that has worked its way up his shirt and all over his back off of him. It's really weird. I never thought I'd wipe poop off my friends until we were like 90 years old. <laughs> so that evening, we make it to the Arctic Circle, and the campground that we wanted to stay in had been snowed in. So we set up camp in the parking lot. We're just rolling with the punches at this point. And uh, before long, we're watching the aurora as it's dancing overhead with our boots off around the campfire, having a great night. So around 4 a.m., we decide to call it a night. We crawl into our, into our tent, and I crawl into both my sleeping bags with all my wool layers on because it's a cold night. And I realize as I'm zipping up my second sleeping bag that I really, really had to pee. But... You know, there's no way I'm going to crawl out into the Arctic night at this point. I, I'm just going to wait it out until the morning. Morning rolls around, and there's no denying it. You can smell me from a mile away. I have entirely peed myself in all my wool layers. <laughs> and again, we're just rolling with the punches here. We take all my soiled gear, we strap it to the top of the van, and, and we decide the only way to remedy this situation is to drive to cold food and cold foot and find warm food. So we hit the road again, heading north, and we get to the only diner around for hundreds of miles. I don't know if you guys have ever been there. The Wi-Fi is five bucks. The place is terrible. <laughs> Anyways, so we, we arrive, and we realize there's this map of Alaska, this big map of Alaska on the wall. And so we're looking at this map, and we realize, oh, we're already halfway to Dead Horse. We could go to the end of the earth, guys. We could see the Arctic Ocean. Why not? At this point, I want to point out, I'm a risk taker, guys. As I said, I take pictures for a living. It doesn't take much to load me into a van and tell me to keep driving. I'm, I'm game. Except, I feel like the universe has given us a couple signs at this point and told us we should probably turn around. Uh, so I'm starting to point out to the guys, we don't have a spare tire. We don't have a jack. And despite the previous owner's uh, boasts of 25 miles per gallon, the spruce goose, as we called it, only got like 10 miles per gallon on a good day. So uh, I'm, I'm stating all these things, and I'm looking over at the guys, and they're just slack-jawed looking at, this, at the map still. And I realize I'm fighting a fight that I've already lost. So me and the universe, we're outvoted three to one, and we load back into the van, and we keep heading north. A strange thing happens when you head that far north, though. You get to this point where the trees stop to exist, and then... There's no more mountains at a certain point. And what you're left with is just this snowy, barren desert. 
and I'm watching, it's a beautiful day, I'm watching out the window as the pipeline weaves in and out of view atop this blanket of fresh snow that's illuminated by the spring sunshine. It's gorgeous. But within a couple minutes, Dewey's calling out, where'd the blue skies go? And the, uh, the snow that had once danced along the highway in front of us is quickly disappearing and turning into these berms that's starting to push the van from side to side as we're driving. And Dewey yells out, we're in a phase one right now. And that means nothing to anyone else in the van. But Dewey explains to us that they, they measure the, the, the weather and the storms on, on the slope in phases. And a phase one's all right. We can handle a phase one. If we had a phase two, we're going to have to start worrying, though. So a couple minutes later, Dewey yells out, we're in a phase three now. And at this point, my head's out the window, and I'm watching the side of the highway screaming, a couple inches to the right, a couple inches to the left, as we're fighting to stay on the highway. And our visibility is closed into about 20 feet at this point. And every now and then a van would just, or uh, a semi-truck would just blow by us doing at least double our speed and just appear out of nowhere. It's, it's creepy. And then we hit a snow berm that pushes the van almost entirely sideways on the highway. And about simultaneously with that, just to crush the rest of our spirit, the gaslight turns on. And so, at this point, we're panicking, but we're trying to hold our cool, trying to tell Dewey, you're doing a great job, you're doing a great job, just keep going. And we're looking, we've been looking for 20 miles for someone to pull off, but we've seen nothing. But then we see it. We see a light post on the side of the highway, and around the light post is a dugout parking spot. We pull in, and uh, we hunker down. But little did we know at this point that just a few miles down the road, the Sag River had overflown the road and was waiting to swallow us whole if we kept to press on. So we're hunkering down. Dewey's explaining to us that these storms can last days, they can last weeks. We're all just like, shut up! <laughs> well, anyways, we're starting to panic at this point. You know, we're, we're wondering, are we going to run out of food? Are we going to freeze to death in the negative 33 degree weather? Is, are we going to get snowed in because the, the wind is already piling up snow alongside the van? And we're climbing into all of our extra layers, all of our extra gear. And we're trying to contact our loved ones. We're making peace with our God. <laughs> and then within a few minutes, our prayers are answered. A service truck pulls up alongside of us. And this burly guy hops out. And he, he looks at us and he goes, What the hell are you guys doing out here? And we look back at him, and we're stunned. We don't know what to say. He kind of chuckles at us, and all he says is, follow me. That's it. <laughs>